Welcome to the Rocket Brief, where we take about 10 minutes and tell you what we've been covering on Redstone Arsenal. I'm Jonathan Stinson for the Redstone Rocket. This is the September 20th edition. Our top story this week is a recap of the 26th annual Oktoberfest. Thousands of festival goers turned out for the event. You can check out a photo gallery on our website at www.theredstonerocket.com. Drivers should expect delays on Araby Road because of construction starting this week. The entire section of the road between Vincent Drive and Patton is being widened. The work is expected to take about four months, but could take longer with the weather, according to the Garrison's Directorate of Public Works. The road will be passable, but drivers should certainly expect delays if they go through the area. They may have a lane closure, where drivers must wait to let vehicles enter from the other direction. Fireworks capped Saturday's annual Military Appreciation Night at Toyota Field, which was put on by the Huntsville chapter of the Association of the U.S. Army. The event featured a softball game with the USA Patriots amputee softball team, defeating Team AUSA 17-9. Manny Del Rio, who plays for the Patriots, said, I think we got lucky being able to play in the first place because of the earlier rain. We were lucky to end our season with zero injuries and many runs. A big thank you to all of the sponsors, Trash Pandas, and their staff, and everyone who supported the AUSA organization. The USA Patriots played about 15 events this year and will start next season in January in Lakeland, Florida. Austin High School's Black Bear Battalion observed its second annual change of command ceremony September 13th for the school's JROTC program. A pinning ceremony followed, marking the promotions of 35 cadets. Garrison leadership was on hand for the ceremony. Renea Carter, the incoming commander of the Decatur School's JROTC program, was recognized as the 28th cadet to serve in that role. There's space for everyone as NASA continues to explore the secrets of the universe for the benefits of humanity. That was one of the many key messages shared with students and others attending a special screening of NASA's The Color of Space documentary on September 8th at Alabama A&M University. As NASA prepares to land the first person of color on the surface of the moon through its Artemis missions, the documentary explores the many contributions black Americans have made to the space program. Retired NASA astronaut Leland Melvin, who is featured in the documentary, joined a panel discussion following the screening. He said, This film serves as a powerful reminder of the progress made and the journey still ahead. My sincere hope is that the color of space will inspire future generations to never give up on their dreams and to always know that they belong. Senior leaders from Army's major commands will convene to prioritize funding for future construction and renovation projects during the Army's annual Facility Investment Plan War Game, September 25th through the 29th. The key to the process relies heavily on data analytics compiled from real-time facility inspection reports that not only identify current conditions, but also project future degradation and estimated repair costs based on the age of the infrastructure and equipment. Pulling all the data together to extrapolate both a current assessment and long-term forecast is the Army's Builder Sustainment Management System program. Christina McCarthy-Martin, Builder Program Manager with the Army Material Command Facilities Division, said, The Builder SMS is a web-based software application developed by the Army Engineer Research and Development Center's Construction Engineering Research Laboratory, to help civil engineers, technicians, and managers decide when, where, and how to best maintain building infrastructure. 
The war game is a cyclic and evolving process designed to strengthen installation readiness for the Army of 2030 and beyond. Fox Army Health Center has released its 2023-24 flu vaccination schedule. Fox had not received the flu vaccine as of late last week. There are several ways beneficiaries can get their shot with no out-of-pocket cost. For starters, they can visit any TRICARE retail pharmacy, or if they prefer, they can attend one of the flu vaccination events scheduled throughout September and October. The first event will be held at the commissary for those 10 and up, Friday, September 22nd from 9 a.m. to noon. There will be a flu late-night health clinic Tuesday, September 26th from 4.30 p.m. to 7 p.m., if they're attending Retiree Appreciation Day, Friday, October 20th, shots will be available from noon to 4.30. Or, they can visit the Fox Beneficiaries and Retiree Walk-In Clinic Monday, October 23rd, or Wednesday, October 25th, from 9 a.m. to noon. All of these events are contingent on Fox receiving vaccines and supplies. Todd Burnley is the new Inspector General of Army Materiel Command and Redstone Arsenal. The IG provides assistance to AMC as well as the soldiers, family members, civilians, and retirees around the installation. For assistance, you can contact the IG at usarmy.redstone.usamc.list.amcig-ia-personnel at army.mil or call 256-842-3114. Burnley said, we want to be able to gain an understanding about a certain topic, explain the standard, bring attention to why something is the way it is, so that it can be resolved or altered. Last week was final exam time for Redstone's military working dogs and their handlers. David Barnes, Headquarters Installation Management Command Military Working Dog Program Manager, traveled from San Antonio to conduct the week-long certification. It's an annual requirement, Barnes said. And then on top of that, if you have new teams, a new dog, or a new handler, they have to go through an Army certification before they can be utilized in law enforcement. The K-9 teams at last week's certifications included four Army civilian police at Redstone and three contractor teams. Barnes pointed out that the presidential elections are coming up and the Department of Army civilian police teams support the Secret Service Explosive Ordnance Disposal teams. In addition, the Army K-9 teams provide security and force protection of the installation. The annual POW-MIA Remembrance Ceremony took place Saturday at the Huntsville-Madison County Veterans Memorial in downtown Huntsville. Garrison Command Sergeant Major Dylan Lamasters, who has been involved in the search for POWs and MIAs during his military service, said the annual event is a way to renew a commitment to bring home the more than 81,000 service members still missing and unaccounted for. They are not and never will be forgotten, LeMaster said. Today is our opportunity to show that we will never forget, we will never surrender, we will never leave a fallen comrade in the hands of the enemy or to remain missing or unaccounted for. Garrison Commander Colonel Brian Cozine also attended the 6th annual event, which was organized by the Vietnam Vets Legacy Vets Motorcycle Club, Alabama. Colonel Gregory Holmes assumed command of the Security Assistance Training Management Organization during a September 13th ceremony at Fort Liberty, North Carolina. Brigadier General Brad Nicholson, commander of the Security Assistance Command, hosted the ceremony. 
He said, truly, you are USASAC's face to the world. And the relationships that all of you establish with our allies and partners are the backbone for building capabilities, increasing interoperability, and providing U.S. warfighter commanders with a decisive military advantage against our adversaries. AMC's Office of Small Business Programs recently won the Department of Army's Fiscal Year 2022 Command Award for Small Business. The Department of the Army Small Business Awards are presented annually. Thaddeus Martin, who oversees the Office of Small Business Programs at AMC headquarters, said, Winning these awards consecutively over time embodies AMC's commitment in maximizing opportunities for small business to do work on Army contracts. A Space and Missile Defense Command Technical Center team provided a low-cost target to help test the nation's missile defense systems, an economical Target 2, a missile target designed to fly a ballistic flight path and demonstrate defensive protection capability, launched from White Sands Missile Range in New Mexico September 8th. The flight served to develop the next-generation radar to be used in air and missile defense. The purpose is to test the radar's ability to track a live ballistic target. A local chapter of the Veterans of Foreign Wars has a new meeting location. VFW Joyce M. Helson, Post 5162, is now meeting every third Tuesday at 6 p.m. in the Recreation Center at Dublin Park in Madison. According to Tammy Johnson, the event's chair for the Post and the former commander of the Alabama VFW Department. The Post was named for its longtime chaplain who died in 2009. Some Post 5162 members also meet casually for coffee, and the group invites all veterans to join them every Tuesday at 7 a.m. at Panera Bread in Bridge Street. If you're looking for a little music to go with your lunch on Thursday, be sure to swing by the Java Cafe. The Huntsville Symphony Orchestra will be performing at noon for those dining in. The performance is free and all are welcome. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.